Welcome back to The Dose of Caesar, the podcast that runs weekly life experiments, questions, assumptions, and explores new ways of thinking. I'm your host and fellow experimenter, Caesar. This episode is a wide-ranging conversation with Kelly Coffey. Kelly Coffey is an equestrian, an ex-exotic dancer, a philosopher, a businesswoman, and much, much more. I'm grateful that she took the time out of her day to sit down and talk to me. It was a really enjoyable conversation and actually the first conversation that I've had with a person who I have known for less than two months. I'm looking forward to talking to more similarly interesting people that you, the audience, can learn something from. If you have any suggestions for who I should talk to next, please message me on Instagram at the dose of Caesar. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Miss Coffee. I'm very excited to talk to you because you are going to be like my first um, guest that that I know, but I at the same time, there's still I really don't know. You know, I know of you. <laughs> oh, that's fair. Um, so I'm excited. So are we just are we just gonna jump in the podcast? Let's do it. Yeah, let's just jump into the podcast. You let me know when um whenever you All need right, to go. I'm, no, I'm, I'm, it is what it is. Okay. When, yeah. when I run out of Amarula. All right, all right. <laughs> um, you would you like me to Stay call you Kelly, Miss Coffee? Yeah, I mean, coffee. Coffee. Yeah, everybody calls me Coffee. Some okay. I might it might slip out with the the Kelly, but I'll say I don't Coffee. Care. No, all I don't right. care. You can call me whatever you want to. All right. Well, um, coffee. <laughs> Welcome to the show, coffee. Uh, thank you for agreeing to do to do this. I'm really excited. I think you're very interesting, and I'm. I have a lot of questions. I have three pages of notes here oh, that, I'm, that I'm <laughs> that I'm looking to dive into. Um, but I, may, of course, I may have to go. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we don't have to get to all of it. Of no, course. I, it's not. It's good. just I just want to be prepared. I think you, Cesar. It's cool. I think uh, I wanted to start. I was listening to um, our intro, your intro that you recorded for the podcast we've been working on, and it's the the intro of the podcast. And you were talking, you were describing yourself, and you, in, in one sentence, you described yourself as a uh, a tomboy, a Texan. Uh, the second, the third one, I, I an empath. I, I an empath. Yeah, empath. Yeah, an empath. An equestrian. That's the one mm-hmm. that got me. An equestrian, because mm-hmm. I didn't know what equestrian meant. Searched it up. <laughs> Apparently it's uh, something to do with horses that, and then I searched it up. I wanted to see what it actually was and said, well, it could be a lot of things. It could be anything from a horse rider to a horse, horse massager. And I just thought that was really interesting. (laughs) And I wanted to, I wanted to ask you how, what kind of equestrian are you and how did you get into that? Yeah. um, I'm a Texan. I was born into it. Uh, So I just said, no, um, I was born pretty much on the back of a horse. So I come from a cowboy family, black cowboys of you know, Texas and long generation of that. And my grandfather was a horseshoer. Um, he used to ride a mule around, literally. <laughs> that, was his form of, that was his form of transportation up until the 90s. Um, really? But yeah, no, so, that, so that's, that's the kind, the, the good old country western fashion, fashion. Not the fancy, you know, English riding, you know, proper dressage, going to the Olympics and whatnot. As I'm talking about the rowdy rough and <laughs> cussing yeah. drinking out in the country, you know, go tie and pole bidding girl racing and have a horse ride. Has it been a long time since you've ridden a horse or... Yeah, it has. It has. Uh, you know, you grow up, you move, you move into the city. <laughs> and then, uh, but, you know, my people still have horses out there, so I go, you know, right in my parents. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I rode a horse for the first time, um, or actually last December. I was scared. I was <laughs> I was I was scared shitless because I was uh it was Why? so I I've heard of like a Not lot of alligator. I know, but I, I've heard I didn't want to fall off. And I've heard of a lot of people having like accidents falling off and then like not being able to walk afterwards. And that was I thought you were gonna get bucked off. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that was shit. my thing. But um it okay. did it no, it, it did not happen. It did All not right. happen. All right, what so, was your horse's name? I don't know. Do you know do you know they can sense fear? That's what my friend kept telling me. He kept saying he kept saying relax. You need to relax, dude. You need to relax because they can she can tell that you're you're scared. Nervous. That you're nervous. And if you're nervous, it's like um animals and people for for that matter. Mm-hmm. Um you you know, you see some Milan say you need calm assertive energy and if you calm assertive energy. And that's the same it, that applies for dogs and horses and cats and animals. You just have to be very, very calm when you approach them and stuff like that too. But you know, the same act tactic actually works on humans too. So <laughs> The same tactic works on humans. Calm, I think, assertive energy. <laughs> I think I've noticed that one. Yeah, I think I've noticed that one. And uh, yeah, we're going to dive into that a little bit more, I think, later. Sure. Um, so let's just talk about uh, the podcast that we're working on, you know, so people can get to know, <laughs> to know about it and like they'll be excited to listen to it. Um, it's called Live Nude Men. And um, you came up with this idea. I wanted to, I wanted to ask you if you could share with us like your vision for the podcast. What is, what's it about, and what, what do you see it being? Um, well, let me ask you this: What do you think it's about? Like, if I see if I'm conveying it right, because you've worked with me, so just tell me what do you think the show is about? If you have to describe it to somebody. What would you say? I think it's about giving men a safe place to um, uh, go to to ask any question that they want and get a woman's perspective from what I've understood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and I, 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 though it sounds all altruistic and whatnot, but um, I was really just about me pivoting during the, the pandemic about what I was getting to. So I was sitting around, um, I don't know what I was doing, probably smoking or something, but uh, <laughs> I was sitting around and I, I, um, I have okay. This is what it was. I I wrote a uh, script for a um, for a short about male swing about male uh, uh, male dancers, and uh, and so I was I was creating a uh, graphic for it, uh, like a kind of like movie poster for it, and and, and on the graphic, it, the, 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 it was called the it, the title of the of the. Of the, of the script was called something else but in it I wrote live new men and like mm-hmm. like you know you see those signs you know at the at the you know the movie stores or whatever and so on and then I was just sitting one day and it just like hit me and I was like it was like my spirit angels like smacked me in the head she's like bitch live new men and so, <laughs> and so I was like yeah I hear you and so uh so I it just it just hit me like that and I was like I was like that's easy I said like, men constantly want to talk to me Men always mm. want to talk to me. They want to talk to me about something, and they always try to pivot the conversation towards sex. So I figured, why not capitalize on it? So um, that being said, and I was like, well, this is. And also, I had another idea for another show, but I couldn't do it because the uh, you can't you can't have more than two people in the same room at the same time now. So, yeah. um, <clears throat> so I was like, well, this is something that I could do that would be easy to easy to produce. It doesn't require a bunch of people, you know, to be in the same place like the other ones. It's a lot of other stuff. It's 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 a less intensive production, I guess. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, yeah, I was just sitting there, I was coming up with it. And, and so I started uh, writing some things down, what I needed and all that good stuff. And, uh, and yeah, so then I just was kind of like, well, let me see what I can do. Somebody advised me to, you know, to, to, to you know, to follow the podcast direction. And uh, then I think we, and then I basically called you up, met you, and then we recorded the next week. <laughs> yeah. Wow, was that, it was that fast? I didn't know it was that fast. I, I yeah. like, I like mm-hmm. that uh, the idea happened that fast. You came up with it one week and then we started recording the next week. I thought you had already been sitting on the idea for like a well, couple no, of months. It, it, no, it had been a couple months. No, it had been a couple months, but um, it was just to the, to the point when I saw, uh, I had uh, I, I was, uh, yeah, talked to someone and they were like, yeah, you should follow the podcast prediction part of it. Mm-hmm. And that's when, and from that, from that conversation till the time that I talked to you was about it. So it just kind of just came down to, and I was looking for someone to help me, to help me um, do this. And then I saw your ad and I was like, bam, that's, that's, see, that's how the universe works, asking me, shall we see? And I literally wrote it down on a piece of paper over here. And then like I said, like a week later, here you popped up. So here we are. Gotcha, gotcha. You mentioned your, uh, that you've, you've worked on a few other productions because you have a uh, production company. Um, uh, the name of your production company, is it, am I pronouncing it, pronouncing I can't speak. Yeah, that <laughs> word. You up real good. <laughs> <laughs> Am I saying the word correctly? Is, is it uh, El Capitano Productions? Is that how you how you would say it? Season. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Where, where did the um, name come from? Why is it in? Is it in Spanish or no? No. Um, <laughs> I just read it in Spanish. It's kind of no, and it, it is. It is. It's, it's how you pronounce it. It is. It is okay. Spanish, uh, but. Um, it came, it came about through, I guess, kind of several different ways. Um, I, I, my uh, first initial is L, so it's kind of like L there, and L is she. Uh, and then um, I actually wrote a story. I don't know if you're familiar. Have you heard of uh, El Capitano, like the actual story? Like, not E-L-L-E, but E-L Capitano. Well, apparently he was some, um, some adventurous man who... Uh, I think Spaniard, maybe, I don't know, and, and I may be wrong about this, but he was some adventurous man who just kind of uh, went around and, and kind of bragged about himself to the extent that he just kind of bragged himself into greatness. Wow. <laughs> no one questioned him. <laughs> I thought that was amusing. <laughs> Is this like a short story online? Literally, bull- no, I mean, Google, Google El Capitano. Uh, uh, Google El Capitano, Capitano. Yeah. gotcha. And um, it's, that's what Google's for. Google's like, God. But uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, he just kind of bullshitted his way into greatness, and I thought that was pretty amusing. So <laughs> I was like, yeah, and so and also um, and also in my mind, it's like El Capitano was like the captain, the boss. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. as, you know, she boss me, El Capitano. Boss. Gotcha, gotcha. I was looking at the movies you've made. You've made like a, a few mockumentaries documentaries well they're um, not they're not made yet no no they're they're, oh, they're, they're not made no 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 corona corona's gotten all in our corona's gotten on our way so those those scripts are ready to, to go as soon as we can you know figure out how to film in all in one place again but yeah gotcha so, well, well one of the scripts one of the scripts caught, the, caught my attention did you write all the scripts mm-hmm. the the script that caught my attention was called picking winners a, a, mocu- <laughs> a mockumentary uh, of unprecedented, an unprecedented look into the world of underground baby racing, black right. market adoption. That's right. <laughs> How do you get your inspiration for uh, your scripts? Marijuana. 
Marijuana. <laughs> yes. It's, 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 no, uh, no uh, I, I used to think I was all creative, but I've come to understand that like I have a total, um, that's what I'm looking for. Uh, I have a total spirit team of people who just kind of channel shit to me. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I'm clever enough to come up with it, but it's, it's, it's really, it's really my higher self coming up with this idea. So uh, picking winners. So remember a few years ago, um, well, I guess I, I wrote this about like, I wrote this at least a decade or so ago, but um, there was um, there was a lot of people, a lot of celebrities adopting black children <laughs> and all this stuff, and it kind of was sitting there like, why are they adopting these black kids? Like, well, you know, and and so the story kind of goes that um, there's these couples, there's this underground babies thing, but there's these couples that like adopt these babies, and they're like, there's this documentary from like, why are you talking to babies? Well, there's this, they're 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 going to this guy and buying these fast babies, and then they're trying to they're racing them, and the reason they're racing them is because they can make like millions of dollars in these little baby and baby races are real, they're a real thing. So when I saw the baby races, I was like, this is hilarious. If you look at the, go watch some baby racing videos, they they like run and they got like little races and medals and shit. It's like really? real. <laughs> look at that. There's a whole world out there, and so um, yeah. Wow. Okay. So the babies race inside and I said, wow, what if they were like, what if they're like betting on these babies? And like, they were gambling on these babies. And then they were like, you know, like breeding these, you know, like racing these, and like, you know, teaching these babies like, like greyhounds, like to race and stuff like that. And so like this, and they were adopting the babies. Um, one, one couple was like, well, you know, we adopted the baby and we thought, well, fuck it, you know, let's, let's make our money back on it. And, you know, and, yeah. you know, maybe, you know, and, you know, pay for his college. And then it's like, then they got a pool and a house and a car and like all this other shit on the baby. <laughs> and then there's another woman who just basically, um, she's like a professional race. She didn't give a shit about the kids. She like, she like resells them when she's done with them or at a discount. Like, <laughs> so, mm. so it's just this kind of like total like mockumentary, like, you know, the office style where they're just kind of totally like making fun of the fact of why they're like racing. It's just completely so ridiculous. Yeah. You know why they're doing this. And, you know, it was, like, it's, it's, well, I'd like to watch it because that's uh, when it's, I saw it. I was like, "What?" <laughs> and I like the picture that you have on your website of the of like the, the family, yeah, the, the little family. baby. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's like, oh, what you you know, if you're gonna pick, pick the fastest, like you know, and, and they're like, you know, why are they adopting the black ones? It's like because they're the fastest, you know. So, and they go for, <laughs> and the good thing is like the black ones go for more money, so <laughs> like the, the black babies are more valuable in this world. So that's 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 a good thing, I guess, but. <laughs> But it's a completely, it's a completely made up, ridiculous ass story, you know. I have, I yeah. have for the little mockumentaries. And and how long does it take you to write a script? How long did it take you to write that script? Like uh, and I don't know. Um, sometimes they come to me really, really fast, and it's like mm-hmm. bam, 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 and then some. It's taken me, you know, five or six years to finish. What do you do to get over uh, writer's block? Do you get writer's block ever? Is that uh, yeah, is that just, a problem? I just, yeah, I just go on and do something else. Yeah. Way. A lot of people create in different ways. You're creative. I mean, do you, I mean, you, do you like write or do you like? Yeah, I write. I write sometimes. And, and, uh, I think I find that that's helpful if I'm, if I'm writing for too long, if I'm really trying, trying too hard to get like some sort of piece of writing out and I want to, and, and it's not coming out, I think stepping away is, uh, is a really good, like, uh, thing that helps me out. Um, especially even even when I'm editing like pictures or videos, just stepping away really helps. Awesome. Um, no, I'll, I I I it 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 does. But I, I think my point was that you know you're, you're creative in other ways. You know what I'm saying? Usually people that are creative one way are usually multiple uh, creative in multiple ways. Like 
people who can sing can usually like dance or or oh. write or create music or you know I don't know juggle I don't know, it's just you know like people are usually creative in multiple ways it's usually you know people have multiple talents I guess is what I'm saying so yeah um, you just you just kind of go on to do something else you know and I finish writing and then I move into directing you know it's just, or something else so it just Gotcha, just, gotcha, you just gotcha. transfer energy and it doesn't just go anywhere. You just transfer it to something else. Have you directed uh, certain like films or? No, um, well, shorts that we did, it's like independent fun stuff that we did like years and years and years ago. Um, mm-hmm. They didn't want anything. Like, we, we shot some pilots for some TV shows, some comedy shows that we didn't do anything with. Um, but yeah, I kind of directed and it wasn't like, it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't my intention to be the director, but I guess my, 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 my natural disposition pointed me in that direction so um what is it that calls you about like storytelling and like um or or making uh, films and uh, podcasts and stuff what is it about this space that like really attracts you um i i don't know um it just always was i was always a creative writer as a kid you know and and uh language is my art i guess um i guess maybe that's something to consider um I tested out of it in, in, um, in kindergarten. I could read at a collegiate level, mm-hmm. so I have a very uh, I had a very um, like I could read the newspaper, no at five, um, you know, wow, completely. <laughs> so like, and then I I like tested out of like reading in English and like the, not English but reading in like junior high school, so I didn't have to take it from like sixth grade on because uh, they're like you know you take those 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 tax tests or whatever they make you take back in the day well yeah, they're, yeah, like, yeah. they're like well, look she's so hot she's not take she didn't have to take reading no more so i got to take some other classes but uh, <laughs> but uh you just you know you just get creative in different ways um so i feel like they're that i'm i'm where some people are creative with like 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 painting or creating artists like that like i'm really good with words and stuff like that mm. so that's that's that would be you know but but, but ask me to but failed algebra like four times so like, gotcha, gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. like i could write i i if, if you wrote out the problems i could figure it out but if you start putting those on there it's like what are we seeing <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like my brain's like does not compute what are we like but you know languages are and then there's some people who understand math and not words so i mean it's just that, that's just i'm really good with with, with creating visual arts so gotcha 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 yeah i don't um this uh for podcasting for me i kind of just stumbled on it just because the some of the people that i really admire have mm-hmm. podcasts and i thought i'd give it a try with a friend and we just started shooting the shit. And it was actually a lot of fun. And, and then next thing I know, I really enjoy it. It was like a, one of the, I get kind of lost um, when, I'm, when I'm talking to someone. It, it's, mm-hmm. it just feels – I naturally, I love having conversations. But mm-hmm. I guess in a podcast setting, it's different because uh, I get to ask deeper questions and it's okay. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. And I actually, I was listening to some of your podcast uh, earlier, and somebody had um, admired about your voice. I was like, yeah, you do have a good radio voice. Not not to say that you have like a face radio, because I say that like you know, like if you're, you're a very good looking <laughs> young you. man, you're a very good looking you. young man. You could be on TV or radio. You're like very, you're very, um, you're very Ryan Seacrestie. So. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, I'm glad Ryan Seacrestie. So you like that. So. <laughs> so no, I, I, I. I I think that it's good that you follow your passion. You know what I'm saying? You're young and you, you, you know what you want. I mean, like, 
when I was your age, I think, oh my God, I don't know what I was fucking thinking. But you know, you know <laughs> what? You know what, Kelly? That's the thing. The thing is that I really don't know. I kind of know. I have feelings. I have inclinations. That's, but, that is knowing. That is knowing. Because I tell you about a bunch of 20-something-year-olds are just riding out there, just, you know, dick swinging and just like, ah, <laughs> Just slinging dick. <laughs> just, you know, like, just, it's, yeah, no. Um, <laughs> it's, you, you, you have a, you, you come across as much more responsible, I guess. Maybe, maybe that's what I'm trying to say. You come across as much more responsible. So, um, <laughs> um, I, I, why would you I, say I, that? I, you I, went... Listen, I, I want to be like you when I grow up. Let's just say that. <laughs> and yeah, I'm, yeah, I was made, I was born in the 70s, but yeah, I'm, when I grow up, I'm going to be responsible like you, Caesar. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you for the compliments. If you, um, speaking of um, when you were younger, I, I find your, your experiences as, I think a young 20-year-old, very interesting. Um, If you don't mind talking about it, you were an ex-exotic dancer, right? And and so I just, my question on this was, how did that shape um, like what you ended up doing later on in life? And how did that experience, yeah, just shape your future decisions um, in any way? I was just interested, did did, if it shaped it, if not. Um, Yeah, I I see where you're going with this. I'm not, I'm not going. No, 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 I, I, I see what you're saying. Um, I will tell you this. I learned more in that damn strip club than I ever would have learned in a fucking college. Okay. This, okay. tell me, <laughs> that's, yeah. Tell that's me like real it. talk right there. Like you, like all that, you know, college, let me tell you, I, 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 I admire you all for going all that good stuff and, you know, but college doesn't make you smart. It just teaches you how to do something. Um, it's not college doesn't make you smart. You were the smarter you weren't, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't, it, it doesn't, college doesn't teach you how to be smart. It teaches you how to do something. You know what I'm saying? It teaches you how to, you know, be an engineer or a doctor or, or, or a worker bee, whatever the case may be. Yeah. Um, but no, um, I, I just, I, I, I was a hot, I was a, a, a hot 20 year old and that's what I felt like doing. So I just did it, you know, it was fun and that's, I just had a good time. And it was great back then. I mean, like, it was the, you know, 90s and everybody was having a good time and it wasn't all this, you know, there wasn't no social media and no cell phones and cameras and all that nonsense. And, you know, and it was, we just, we just had a good time. But I think, um, I think I learned a lot more about life and the people that you meet in strip clubs are, are incredibly um, interesting, you know, uh, it's 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 a it's a gamut of people and it's and it's and, it, and you learn a lot about people and if you're somebody who's like interested in psychology like I am, you know you, you can really you know it's it's a it's a, a, a it can be a social experience social study experiment in humanity sometimes mm. and I would imagine uh, yeah in the in the uh, little bubble environment that it creates now nowadays things have changed I don't know I wouldn't want to be a dancer nowadays these these chicks got it tough out here um, they they got they got to do all kinds of things where we didn't have to work so hard. Um, <laughs> 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 a lot of old dancers are gonna be like, "Yeah, we know boys." Yeah, I did that for a little while, and then, uh, then, then I just was like, "Yeah, I'm over it." <laughs> and then I, uh, then I just moved on to regular old life. And, and how did what do you do? You, what are like the biggest lessons? Or you said it taught you a lot about life, and I'm very interested in in that. Like, um, like I know it taught you a lot about psychology, about people. Did it teach you about how people work? Um, how mentally. people think you mean yeah yeah how people think there you go um well i mean that it, 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 it's it's more about i think it more taught me not so much about how people think but it taught me about relationships 
Um, it taught me, and it taught me about like watching your back and ass and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's kind of like, you have to watch, you know, who doesn't like you and who likes you and, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 uh, pay attention to, you know, uh, you, you learn a lot about what men like too. Um, so, you know, some of them, you know, they want talking to or this or that, the other. So it's, it's, and then you learn a lot about, you know, the other girls that work there and the managers that work there and they all kind of fit into these roles, uh, that, that are defined that that you can find no matter what club you go to it's the same family with the same roles just different faces mm-hmm. um so you know and and that taught me you know it taught me that i mean you know about that's what i'm looking for uh just uh you know, i kind of listen to people learning learning you know what they're in, what they're into and what they're not into uh mm-hmm. i learned that men are you know into all kinds of fucking weird shit uh, you know? <laughs> I found out that that I, I basically found out that you know sluts, <laughs> sluts and hoes, and uh, easily exploitable. But um, but yeah, you know, it was, it was a good time. I think we learned. I mean, what I learned was you know besides learning you know what men think and don't think, uh, you know how to study people, how to you know like I said, watch your back, watch watch what. Who doesn't like you? Who does like you? Who's an ally? You have to pay attention to these things, and all of that stuff actually helped me when I moved into like corporate America, um, because um, office politics and street politics are not very different. So they will, you, you, you know, and so learning, you know, and people in office will fuck you over over the same fucking money that a chick at the table will fuck you over a customer. So it's wow. it's and it's not it's not any different. So learning learning everything that I and I would not have learned any of that shit in college. I would have just learned how to go books and stuff and drink and whatever fuck you know just whatever. Um, and so learning that I, I just kind of got an advanced education, and it didn't cost me shit. <laughs> and I don't have student loans and all that bullshit right now. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I see what you mean because um because what I did I did go to college and I graduated, but I would consider like my education didn't really come from the classroom itself. My education came out of uh, a few lucky decisions that I made, <clears throat> and those decisions were to study abroad. And I I think that's where my real education came from because through my studying abroad is where I got to meet all sorts of people from all sorts of cultural backgrounds. I got to understand more how people around the world work and and like you're saying the more exposure you have uh with people um so i'm sure you you had all sorts of characters come around um uh, that job that you had as an exotic dancer right my i i've seen all kind of characters in all kinds in of characters office, in, right? care, in, in, in a regular ass office <laughs> don't think they're just limited to being no yeah like, weirdos are only strip clubs no weirdos no are everywhere <laughs> and, and i've seen those all sorts of characters uh, all around the world but it's just if i would have stayed in my dorm and just i feel like gone to school mm-hmm. uh, and just gone to class i don't think um the education, my education wouldn't have been as rich. Like I, I, I understand what you mean. And now what I value, I think is, is uh, I'm actually looking for experiences that allow me to talk to more people, different types of people, because uh, I think it's, it's a lot about relationship building um, like success in life. At least the success that I want is a lot about just building relationships and understanding how to build relationships with all sorts of people. Um, but, but, yeah, no, moving on to you. No, talk- I was gonna, you know, you, yeah. you're, you're on to something very much there. Let me tell you something. It's not what you know, it's who you know. So, <laughs> mm. I, you know, it's, it's not what you know, it's who you know. You know what I'm saying? You can, you can talk to 100 people, but you talk to that right one, they'll get you, they'll open that right door for you. So, yeah, and you're right to do that. And natural, organic relationships, people do business with people they like. 
they always will um and yeah. that's 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 learn that now mm-hmm. <laughs> you know if people like you they're, they're you're going to be the person that they call to do, to do a job or a project or whatever the case may be or consider for something or another they'll at least be more willing to open and to help you so keep that in mind you know what i'm saying you're, the, the more people you help the more you can help yourself Gotcha, gotcha. Speaking of people opening uh, doors for you, I thought I thought the first time we met, I thought it was interesting how you got into politics. If you're open to talking about that experience, um, <laughs> yeah, if sure. I remember correctly, there was a guy who helped you, who opened a door for you, right? Because he liked mm-hmm. the type of person you were. Could mm-hmm. you tell us like about that story and how that went? How you got into politics? Oh yeah, no, no, no. I just uh, I. I was just doing a petition drive for somebody and they kind of liked what I was doing. And the thing about politics is like, if you can get some shit done, you will like ascend the ranks tremendously high really fast. So I just happened to fortunately sit in front of the owner. There's a lot of, people don't realize in in politics, there's a lot of, um, these politicians, they hire consulting companies that mm. help them do these things. And so there's consulting companies popping up all over. There's been this few that are established and then there's all these little new ones that are popping up because it's because there's so much money in politics now. Um, but uh, yeah, I just happened to sit, I just literally just happened to sit in front of an interview uh, in, in front of, and like 400 people showed up, and the comments people showed up for this interview. And I sat in front of the owner of the company and I, for whatever reason, he was impressed with me. And he remembered me and he referred me to somebody else. Like literally, just because I sat in front of him when this other guy called and said, I need somebody in Texas. And they were like, oh, okay, I know this chick. And he just sent me the number. And like, it was just literally just, I, I impressed the right person. They remembered me a year and a half. Yeah. Um, and that, that's, that's a lot to be said about a lot of things in life. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, they say treat people, you know, don't, you know, I try not to piss on people because you never know when you're going to cross those people again in life. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. So, no, that was literally it. I mean, he, was, he came <clears> out um, and, uh, and uh, just was like, hey. And so I started doing it for them and I had no idea what I was doing. I had never done anything in politics before. And then uh, then I just literally started. Uh, I just did a good job. It's not, and it's not even, you don't even need a degree. It's like, you just need to know how to get shit done. <laughs> you need to know how to like, like facilitate things and make things happen, uh, particularly on like the campaign side because it's such a it's such a short term fast paced environment, and that was something that I grew to like about it. Um, when I got into it, I realized that it's kind of like it's kind of like you know you kind of come in and it's like you get to like like engage in like a little war. You know what I mean? Mm. Like it's like you kind of go in. It's like you know <laughs> we're team you know we're team Thompson over here and you know and Rah, you know, you know, <laughs> post and here's our science and, you know, we got more volunteers than you and, you know, and then, you know, and it's, it's a lot of interesting little things. And then when it's all over, I go about my day <laughs> and then I go, and then I go to the, you know, jump on the next one. Yeah. 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 Um, but no, it was, it was, it was an interesting experience. Um, and like I said, learning all the stuff that I learned from being and being a dancer and working in corporate politics played a part in that too, because like I said, mm-hmm. it's all politics. It's, it's not, and, and that's it's off it's it's politics is a business and a lot of people are very much into into politics but and i realized why i became kind of disenchanted disenfranchised of course me as well disenfranchised with it is because it's and a lot of people do is they don't realize it is that they they think that politics and democracy are the same thing and they're not um Politics is a, is, is a business. Politics, there's so much money going in politics. It's recession-proof. The only, like, if this pandemic had going on, you know, it, there were so many people who lost out during this pandemic on campaign money, you know, this year because all the millions of dollars that gets 
funneled into, you know, doing whatever, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, let's, let's think about how much money they, they, Kanye West, you know, the people that they spent on Kanye West, I think I heard they spent like several million dollars going out, wasting their time <laughs> trying to convince people to vote for fucking Kanye West. Now, don't get me wrong. I like Kanye as an artist, but I don't think that he should be leader of the free world. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Kanye, seriously, like you're not even le- the leader of your own house or possibly the leader of your own mind. So I don't think it could be the leader of this. But I digress. <laughs> so gotcha, gotcha. You think about the money, you think about the money that, you know, people funneled into, you know, to all that stuff. It's a lot of money. It's, 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 it's pure business. Politics is business. All those, all those politicians are in, in, in you know, they're, they're, it's business. It's, it has very little to do with democracy. It's about mm-hmm. power and money. And, and as you were, <clears throat> as you got more into this business, uh, I think I remember you telling me that you began to understand that most people in politics did not know what they were doing, or at least mm-hmm. in the business of politics, right? Um, with that in mind, uh, what what advice would you give, like a twenty year old who's driven, or just, or it doesn't have to be driven, just wants to get into politics? Like they, uh, yeah. what what advice would you give them? Um. Mm-hmm. Careful who you align yourself with. Uh, <laughs> some people, you, 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 there are some that are just climbers that are, there are some, some youngsters are just uh, like, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, hyper ambitious, mm-hmm. um, where they, they, they're looking at it like I am looking at how, who I can get next to, to get next to, to get next to. And at, and, and at young ages, they're calculating. And I spot these kids. I'm like, look at this little baby sociopath. <laughs> look at him go. <laughs> I don't say nothing to him, but I see, I spot them because, you know, I can see, you know, it's like, I, I, I feel your, your, your shit energy, but you know what? You're like a little baby sociopath, you know, working your ranks up here. And some of them make it. They get really, you know, they, they can get really far. But um, I, if, if I, for myself, I found that it was it, that if I stayed in it, you either if you stay in it, you're either delusional or jaded. Um, you can't. Uh, <clears throat> you start to realize that things are the way they are, and that you know they aren't the way they aren't. And you, you, you basically you see behind the curtain. You know, it's like pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Well, when you see behind the curtain, you see what's really going on, mm. and it, it it changes your perspective. But that doesn't mean that it shouldn't still be done. I'm not I'm not you know dismissing it. There is there is a there is a purpose and a potential in it. Um, just understand that not everybody in that, not everybody, youngsters, I see this, this is what I see. I see youngsters come in, they're like, I'm volunteering and I'm getting some high school credit and, you know, I'm starting a student group and all this stuff and they're tweeting and Facebooking and, you know, all this whatever social media stuff. And, um, and they get into, they think, you know, and they, 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 they treat these politicians like they're, like they're like golden gods, you know, mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, stuff. and they, they look at this whole process like it's so, it's so, you know, wonderful and beautiful. And then they get in and they find out that it's really like a dirty, dirty business. <laughs> and uh, and um, there's a bunch of backstabbing and shit talking and a bunch of, and some, just a bunch of shit. And, and then, you know, and at that point you either that realize that, you know, recognize that the person is not, that they're humans. And that sometimes they they didn't get it. Sometimes the people that are that are that are running for office did not get into this for altruistic reasons. They got into it for personal ulterior motives, and whether that be fame, power. I've seen people get into races because you know the older brother got more attention in the family than this one did. Um, I've seen one guy jump in a race because 
and, and, and fuck the whole shit up because he, he was pissed because he got a ticket because his boat was parked in his front yard and the city gave him a ticket and that pissed him off. So therefore he got enough signatures because in this particular jurisdiction, you'll need 25 signatures to get on the ballot. <laughs> so he got 20, he got found 25 fools to fucking say, yeah, that's fucked up. And he went out there and he got on the fucking ballot and he fucking made it a six way race <laughs> and some shit up over wow. a fucking ticket. And so that's what I'm saying. People get into this for petty fucking reasons for because they're sociopaths, because they want to further their brand. And uh, mm. <laughs> it was a publicity stunt um, <laughs> because um, because they're because they were born into it. There's a lot of there's there's some like legacy people that have you know that have been in, into it a couple of generations, and it's like they just kind of inherited the seat and they don't really care. Like, and people think, oh, they they care. No, they don't. They're they're in there for some reason or another. And once you and and just be careful about recognizing those. So I would that's what I would tell young people. Just be aware of who, who the people's intentions. Like you know, are they are they doing this for whatever reasons? Um, for 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 the right reasons. And then you know, and if, and if you recognize they're not doing it for the right reasons and you stick around, well then that's on you. Good for you. You know, free will is free will. It's just the world we live in. So yeah. Well, coffee. That sounds like some sound advice. Um, the you just talked about free will and and one of the one of the ways you describe yourself which i enjoy and i think we're going to connect on this is you you say you call yourself a philosopher as well do you like to philosophize you just said uh free will is free will i don't know if you know who sam harris is i um i really enjoy he has this app it's a meditation app and in the meditation app he also has a, a part of the app that's called theory where it's kind of like a podcast where he just has like little uh, food for thought, uh, like podcasts. And he talks about free will. And he, like, he brings up the question, do we have free will? And this is a question that I've been pondering. Uh, do you think we have free will in, uh, in the world that we live in? Free will from who? Just free will to, I guess, make your own decisions um, and that you're making them. The way I think about it is because you were born – you don't choose your, where you were born. You don't choose who your parents are. You don't choose are your... You, are you sure about that? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. You're right. That's the assumption that I was making. Who told uh, you? Who, 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 what were you basing that assumption on, Susan? I was basing what you were the... told or just what, or what you believed? Or? Well, I was basing the assumption on, on, the, uh, on the evidence that I, that I, that I have. From and, your and what I experience, or from yeah, from my personal okay. experience. Oh, okay. So, yeah, like, like uh, from the evidence that I have, as in, like, for a fact, I know that. Uh, well, I don't know for a fact, but I was born. <laughs> I was born, and um, I don't have evidence of me choosing my parents, my country, uh, my culture. Therefore, that made that the question of do I have free will because who my parents are, my culture, really. Um, morphs or kind of guides me in a path to uh to certain decisions right for example you mentioned college like a lot of people mm -hmm. don't want to go to college or a lot of people they just go to college because that's like the next step and of course they have the choice right they have the choice to apply to college to go to college but but was it really their choice if if that if that was one of the um options presented to them in life like um uh, like they they don't know the the uh, 
all the options of, of, the, of the universe, right? Which that would be an infinite number of options. You only know the options that are presented to you through your culture. Um, I'm going down the rabbit hole here. I just, I just thought, <laughs> I thought it'd be an interesting. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm listening to you. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to. So yeah, I guess. What is you saying? Yeah. Basically my question was, do you think we have free will? And. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, um, to backtrack on what you said, <laughs> you, you're saying that you said that. Do we have free will? Um, you said that you don't think that you had any choice in what you did and what you, and what you, your existence on this, on this earth right now is, right? Oh yeah. I said like, I, I, I didn't have a choice of like my parents, my, uh, you didn't make uh, a choice. Well, maybe have you ever considered that maybe you did prior to you incarnating on this earth that you chose your parents, you chose who you were going to live. You chose, um, that you chose uh, the path that you were going to, the, the, the circumstances that you were going to take to mold you into the person that you were going to try to be to maybe ascend to the next process in your ascension path. So to say that in my mind, and this is just my opinion, mm-hmm. to say that you don't, um, that you didn't have a choice. I used to think the same thing. Like, oh, I didn't choose that. Actually, I, I, I did. I chose my parents. I chose where I grew up at. I chose those people to teach me a lesson that I needed to learn that I obviously didn't learn in a past life, which is probably why I'm still here. Um, which is exactly why I'm still here. But um, cause as far as I see it, like you, you know, I, we've lived many lives. Like me and you, we've met before. We've met in a past life before. Me and you were friends in a past life. You recognize that or not. But um, we, you know, it's, it's, it's when, for myself, when I incarnated back onto this, in, into this, dimension or other time and space again for the umpteenth time because I, I feel like I've been here millions of times and I've been told that too and I can remember some things but um when it comes down to um what's the word I'm looking for uh, um I I can't find the word but I did like I did choose I did, like I said I chose my parents I chose my path I chose mm-hmm. Um, all that's all those circumstances to 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 make me into the person to be who I am to understand where I am um, as more than just a human being, mm. um, and so like I said, my spiritual mind, my spiritual path, all that good shit. So um, to say that you to say that you know you didn't choose that. I mean, I mean maybe you didn't, but I mean I, I feel that maybe you did, um, whether you're conscious of it or not. Just because you don't have you know you don't have any recollection of who you were before, you know, yeah. what your soul was, you know, your soul is always, is always this body, this, this vessel, this is, this is just my, you know, this is just my flesh capsule for this incarnation. I chose to look like this, this time around. Um, <laughs> I've looked like other things. I've been a man in a past life. You know what I mean? It's, it's, you know, mm-hmm. so it's, it's, this is what I chose this time around. And, 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 and I chose it for a reason. Um, I'm still learning what those reasons are um, as time goes on. Um, yeah, and, yeah. and it's been an interesting journey, but you do have free will. Um, and the fact that yes, some things are destined, you know what I'm saying? You're destined to meet somebody, but the fact that, you know, just because you meet, you know, your dream person mm-hmm. at this time, you might be too scared to say anything to them. You know, you might be too, you know, you might see them and be like, Oh, I should have asked them out or I should have asked, you know, or I should have told them, you know, I felt about them before they got on that bus and went away. Like, and it's happened lose. to me several times, coffee. Oh, see, see, <laughs> you missed out on opportunities, you know so what I'm many. saying? But what, what do you, what did you have to lose besides regret? So, I mean, yeah. just, you know, just fucking go for it, whatever, you know, nobody, nobody, don't give a fuck what people think. <laughs> okay. Do not yeah. give a fuck what people 
thing. If they, you know, <laughs> it's not, it's, it's, it's not their, it's not their business in their life. And, you know, it's, it's of nobody else's concern. So you, you do have free will to do what you want. Um, I think certain things and places are destined in your life to be that way, but you have the choice as to whether or not you act on them or not. So, um, I, you know, I, 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 you know, as, as much as you say, you, you chose, you know, you chose your parents, you chose to be born where you were, you chose to be born during this time. Um, you chose to have brown hair and, and, and whatever it is. And you chose, mm-hmm. you know, and you chose, you chose your parents for a reason. Um, whether you realize it or not, you do, you do have a soul, you do have a soul connection to those people. Um, maybe you want to call it soul connection, but, um, and I don't, I mean, I don't know what it is. I don't know much about your parents, but um, whatever it was, good or bad, it was for a reason. And actually, there's nothing really bad for you. Everything is, whether it seems bad for you, things seem bad for you, they're not. They're there to teach you a lesson. If you can learn from it, then you're good for it. How did you, I think I find that very interesting. And how did you develop this, uh, this way of thinking? Because you said you used to think that you didn't have a choice, right? Is that what you said or no? Um, that you yeah, used uh, yeah 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 I, I, I didn't yeah I didn't think none of this shit either um, how did how did you arrive to this way of thinking and how does how has this way of thinking um kind of changed the way you live life marijuana I could see how no, I could see I, how marijuana I, could help no I mean I just I, it it, it I, you know, I'm sitting around, I'm, I'm silent and thinking. It's when, it's when I'm quiet and thinking, you know, I'm alone. A lot of people don't like to be alone with their thoughts. I have absolutely no problem being alone with Yes, thoughts. a lot of people um, don't. I, I, I like me. So, <laughs> so um, what were your questions? Um, the, uh, <laughs> how did you arrive to this way of, of oh. thinking of, um, you know, from, from being, from thinking that you didn't have a choice, thinking that you did choose and how, how has that kind of changed the way you live life? Let's see. Um, I don't know. It was just a gradual, you know, mm-hmm. you seen the matrix. Uh, it's been too long, but I, I, I know of the mace. It's been too long. I was a kid. I was a kid. I haven't watched it. <laughs> so if you make any references, I might like, I Dude, might not understand so them. Old sometimes. Like. No, no, it's a, I know the matrix and, and I think and people listening my age are going to be like, this guy doesn't know. I, for, I forget that that movie's 20 something years old. I, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> you were like a, a, a toddler when it came out. Um, so, so yeah. Um, I, I guess I'll make a reference for you anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, make it. Make a little it. more explaining. Uh, in the matrix, Neo was like, I feel something, but there's something that's, 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 I feel there's something more. And it's like, you know, you kind of follow, he, and, and then he followed, he, they, they were like, wake up Neo. And then it's like, follow the white rabbit. And somewhere like you fall down a rabbit hole, you know what I'm saying? You know, it's mm-hmm. like, you start, I started looking at something. So at some point in my life, um, I just went through a metamorphosis where I just started downloading information, psych, um, psychology, physics, um, quantum physics specifically, um, philosophy, uh, theosophy, um, science, religion. It just like, I just started just like, and like, and it just, I was like, wow, it's, you know, just all of a sudden I just down, just, just started just really embracing and sucking up all this, this information about all different types of things that I just never really considered before. Mm-hmm. And then I started saying, well, what the fuck does it all mean? So, <laughs> so, and then I started trying to find a way to tie it all together. And I was like, oh, okay. So, you know, science and religion, and us, they're talking about the same thing and all this other stuff and energy and God and it's all the same shit and, um, <laughs> and all that good stuff. So, um, but you know, they say like, follow the right rabbit. It's kind of like, you just kind of followed one thing 
and it kind of led you to another, and it kind of led you to another, and it led you to another. And they say, you know, they say the rabbit hole is deep, you know, like, oh, the rabbit hole is really deep. And like, it's also very wide. So, <laughs> so <laughs> there's, like, there's, a, there's, there's, it's, it's, it's wide and it's linear. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's mm-hmm. as linear as it is deep. So, um, it, it just, it was just organic, you know, it's just kind of like just finding one thing and the next and the next and the next until I realized, you know, hey, okay, yeah. And, you know, some people, and some people follow gurus and all that good stuff. They look for somebody else to provide them with the answers to what it is that they are and all that other good stuff. But I, I'm not the type of person to listen to anybody. Like, I question everyone's authority. Like, I'm just like, who are you to tell me this? So, <laughs> you know, so yeah. when somebody tells me stuff, I'm just more like a, I'm more of a, uh, a person who, I'll, like, if you, like, I'll take, I'll take information from seven different sources and then come to my own conclusion. You know, some people will just take the first two people that they heard and like, oh, that's it. That's all there is to it. And won't listen to the other five people. You know, have you ever, have you ever like tried to Google something and then like you go through like the first like two pages and they're all literally almost the same article or the same definition of something Mm -hmm. because that person just copied from the person before them, before them, before them, before them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I usually like scroll down like 10, 15 pages and try to go as obscure as I can to find another perspective on things, you know, sometimes. And so, um, and, and that's just, you know, that's just, it's just how my mind works. Like, you know, it's just like, keep, you know, keep, I've always been, I'm, I'm that super nerdy kid. Like I was always that nerdy ass kid who was, you know, like, I don't know if y'all do this anymore. Cause I'm so old, but <laughs> back in the eighties, we went to the library. <laughs> yes, we got libraries. We go to libraries, coffee. In school though? <laughs> school, yes, we go to, we go to libraries at school. Well, and I don't read? know about... I don't know. I I do. Well, you know what? I you're a nerd too. <laughs> well, I used to go to the library, but I wouldn't read. No, actually, I don't. I don't See? remember. Well, I, before, I, yeah, go ahead. I, I started reading on my own, but I've never. I don't think I've taken out a book from a library and read it. Um, but continue. Well, we used to do that, and uh, mm. <laughs> you know, and every every week we would go, and it was required that you took out a book. Like I think it was like you have to go and like check out a book from the library, and you turn uh. it back the next week, and you go in and check, exchange it for the book or whatever. Um, <laughs> so I was that nerdy ass kid who would always go like to the to the to the biology. I, I loved like sciences and stuff like that, like earth science, biology, uh, cultural science, uh, culturals. I loved studying about other cultures. And I was always like, just read the encyclopedia. Like there used to be this thing, kids called the Encyclopedia Britannica. And mm. if you wanted to know something, that was the Google. You'd have to go and you'd have to alphabetically look up and whatever information they had in there, that's just what it was. Like it wasn't up to, you know, if you had a, if you had, like we had Encyclopedia Britannica from like the sixties and seventies. So the information was a little, <laughs> but uh but that's all you had you know there was no you know going on the internet and the phone and you had yeah. to like go somewhere to find and seek information <laughs> it wasn't just in your pocket so um i was i would always read the encyclopedia and stuff like that so i was just i was wow. somebody who loved to learn um like people like nancy drew and all that shit like yeah 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 no you know study about like ethiopia and volcanic rocks and <laughs> things like that and, and animals so i like i really love animals too so that's awesome and, and um that's so do you think that's what started um 
from when you from where you were young because you were forced to go to the library and take out books is that what began <laughs> like you, no? forced. oh you, you said you were forced well, well, I mean, like, it was part of our curriculum. It was just like, oh. they weren't like putting guns to our little seven-year-old heads, like, mark your little second-grade ass up in here and you better fucking book. Like, no, it wasn't like that. We weren't forced into slavery thought, or child labor. We I just, thought you were we, forced. It was just, it was just a choose class. A like, we were, it was okay. a class. We had, gotcha. I mean, it was part of our, it was part of, you know, lunch, recess, library, like, music class. Like, we had to go. So, once a week, we got to go to the library and get a book. So, it was like, we had to get a book, but it wasn't like we were forced. <laughs> so, <laughs> it sounds so, that I fucking read. Gotcha. <laughs> Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Do you, um, well, my question was going to be, um, uh, do you have, well, what was my question going to be? It was going to be on, is that when your love for reading began? Um, oh, I don't know. I, I, or do I, you, just always, I was reading, but like I said, I could read five. So I just, you know, Sesame Street, Sesame Street. You, you guys, I, I love old classic Sesame Street. And mm. As soon as I uh, set up, when I set up a trust, I'm going to donate some money to them. Um, and this was back in the day when you had like five channels. You had ABC, CBS, NBC, yeah, and PBS. And then Fox came along later. Um, <laughs> so PBS was the only channel, and you would and, and like kids could you know, and that was it. That was it. It showed all. It showed you know, Mr. Rogers and whatever came on. So uh, it really taught me a lot. You know that you know one two three four. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, like that. Like, I'm in my I'm that many years old. I mean, like forty years from change, and I still remember that shit. Like, it's, yeah. but it was it was great. So, I mean, like, I, I attribute my love of learning to Sesame Street. So, thank you, Jim Henson, for <laughs> for you know being a, a light in my life. New Mister Rogers. I, I, I guess I I underappreciated them. So, you know. I think that's incredible. You know how somebody can create something like that, right? Like Sesame Street, and you don't know. Who it's being sent out to but you end up creating like these ripples where like somebody like you so young truly got like affected by it and i think that's why i find this medium podcasting and um i, I guess like storytelling so intriguing because somebody young can be listening to this and and just the way somebody had placed a little seat in my head you know through like the people that i admired you can kind of maybe they'll listen to one line or they'll, you know, get some source of inspiration through this. That's why, that's why I like this. And that's what it's about. Inspiring the next, you know, inspiring others. You know, you don't have to, people think, oh, you have to make some kind of grand, you know, grand, uh, large scale difference. You know what I'm saying? Uh, um, impression mm. on people to make a difference like you have to be like you know a president or politician like that you can just change one stupid person's life not even stupid but you know what i'm saying like just one no person's i see life. what you like, mean just yeah. just like you know i like oh that kindergarten teacher that you know told me i could be a you know a, a ballet dancer or whatever the case may be like or they told me that my art was good you know if you just inspire one person to be a better person and then that person goes on to inspire millions of other people guess what you did it through default so you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. like you know so it's you don't 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 be in, don't feel like, you know, you, you, you know, you, you can be butterfly wings and make a difference, you know? Um, mm -hmm. and, and people think, you know, oh, I have to, you know, be a, a, a battleship. No, you can just be a little butterfly floating around and changing, you know, changing the trajectory of, you know, someone's direction. So 
Yeah, I, I, I think um, I've made assumptions. I make assumptions and I think a lot of people make assumptions. We make assumptions that in order to change the world, we have to do, we have to impact millions of people like you, like you were saying, but um, that's why I like when you called me out about the assumption that I made that, that I, I know that for a fact, I, I don't, I didn't choose like my parents, you know, that was an assumption I made. And I like that you called me out because it's, I, when people say things like, as if they know um, for sure, but they don't have like real evidence, <laughs> you know, it, it, for me, the question is always in the back of my head. How can you say this? So, um, so yeah, as a matter of fact. <laughs> and so thank you for calling me out on that. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, we don't know what we don't know. And yeah. only, only idiots are sure of what they know. <laughs> mm. <laughs> only idiots are sure of what they know uh you know i know for certain <laughs> it's, gotcha. it's 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 a um it's just a matter of character maybe <laughs> gotcha going back on the on the books do you have any books that particularly impacted your life like um kind of like any books that stand out that that you've read that were like whoa i think uh, more people should read this book um, no, like I said, I mean, read the encyclopedia. That's a great book. You know? <laughs> so, gotcha. It's gotcha, like, a, yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't a, yeah, it wasn't a, um, I, I guess I didn't read non, I didn't read fiction. I didn't read fiction at all. Like I was more interested in real things. Like I just wanted to know like how the earth worked and how the stars worked and, you know, what people in, you know, in Botswana did and how, you know, the, the Hawaiian culture and, you know, history and shit like that and um you know like i said i really loved animals like i wanted to be a vet when i was a kid like in a parallel universe somewhere i'm a veterinarian so <laughs> i feel like um uh it, it just I, and i really you know studied uh i studied like equine science for a long time because i wanted to be i wanted to be a vet so i i would read like books on like horse anatomy <laughs> shit like that but as an adult i did read um a book called uh, the dirty havana trilogy the and, Dirty Havana Trilogy. Yeah, it was what, pretty good. What's um, it about? Yeah, it was basically about a guy. And mm -hmm. so it didn't come across as fiction. I think that's why I enjoyed it, because it was kind of like his, his recollection of what his time was in Cuba. So it was a, I think it was a white guy. He was a writer in Cuba and right after right after Fidel and I mean during communism and all that good stuff. And he's just kind of documenting his descent into the slums of uh, Cuba while he's there and it's just it was very he he wrote about it and it was i mean it was very raw and very gritty and it was and he wrote about himself in the most unflattering ways and i was and i appreciated it because he really depicted himself in a truthful honest manner and as saying impact i can i i i could de detect the sincerity and the genuineness in what he was saying so it kind of, it, it struck me on that level. And then it was just an interesting story of what he was talking about. But, you know, basically, you know, he just gets, he just, you know, gets high in the slums and lives in a shanty and, you know, fucks cheap prostitutes and drinks, you know, cheap moonshine and, you know, and just writes about it. And that's, and that's it. And that was fascinating to me. So I was like, oh yeah. And so I like, and, and so I would read this and this was back before you, we had cell phones. So I would read it, you know, in the bathroom on the toilet. So <laughs> I thought that was my <laughs> People used to read books and magazines in the bathroom. <laughs> now they just take their phone in there. <laughs> I still read on my phone. I read <laughs> on my phone. 
No, I mean, like, there was books. Like, I used to have I feel books you. in the yeah. back of my toilet. Yeah. Like, I got- <laughs> yeah, like actual paperbacks. You had a paperback or a hardback. Or, 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 your, or your current glamour magazine or whatever. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. The Dirty the dirty Havana Trilogy book. Yeah, I might, it was I might really check good. It out. Pedro Juan Gutierrez, I think was his name. Or Juan Pedro Gutierrez. Or Pedro Juan Pedro Juan. Gutierrez. I'm getting, I'm getting it backed up. But it was a good book. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, I'm I'm moving on to like my finishing questions. Um, I know sure. I want to be uh, conscious of your time. I did want to yes. ask about your mission statement. I don't think I asked this. Your mission statement on El Capitano. El Capitano's website is um, to incite psychological anarchy and alter reality. Uh, could you expand on that? Like, what is the mission to to just change the way people view life to question their assumptions? What just stop stop believing everything you're told mm. did, i mean you you made that assumption earlier as i'm saying did you make that assumption or did someone put that assumption in your head and you accepted it you know what i mean like you you have to think you have to think about are these really my thoughts or are these someone else's thoughts am i thinking you know what i'm saying am i doing what i was told to do what i was trained to do or am i doing what i you know what i think i you know what i feels good in my soul resonates in my dna or whatever the hell it's going on um, to incite psychological anarchy. Um, and that is what she's doing. You know, they, again, that was something they, they channeled to me. They were like, say this. <laughs> so, my spirit guides. Um, when you say, like, so, sorry, when you say that, like, they channel this to you, what do you mean by that? Like, how does it feel? <laughs> how does it feel? Does it feel like a source of inspiration? Does it feel like somebody? No, it's just, it's just, they just talk to me. You know, do you, do you have voices in your head, Caesar? I do, but I would say they're like, it's like my own voices, but it's like uncontrollable. That's, that's them. That's them. Okay. That's them. Gotcha. They sound just like you. And they'll conv- you'll think that it's you all this time, but it's, it's, it's yeah, that's them. They sound just like you. <laughs> they don't sound like anybody too different. They sound just like you. <laughs> gotcha, <laughs> so gotcha. You hear, hear something kind of, do you, like you have like maybe kind of, what, I mean, what is it like for you? It's like thoughts that come out of nowhere. But I mean, for me, I would that's, say that, that thoughts... You know, this is why I enjoy the practice of meditation because mm-hmm. when you sit down, uh, Sam, Sam Harris puts it like this. You sit down for like a couple minutes and you try to focus your attention on your breath. And soon, uh, within 10 seconds, you're lost again in thought. And then you realize that your mind is absolutely out of control. Um, uh, that's one way of looking at it. <laughs> what he means by that is that you have no say in what is coming up. Everything is simply coming up. These thoughts are appearing. And and I see how you, so now what you're saying is that these thoughts are being channeled to you. Like somebody, they're talking to you, right? Like these. I just recognize that it's not just, it's not just voices in my head. They're actually coming from somewhere. Gotcha. And there's my spirit team who are looking out for me because without them, I would have died a long time ago. I promise you, I should be dead or in jail somewhere. So <laughs> I have lived a colorful, adventurous life and, and they have saved me. <laughs> I acknowledge that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I mean, like people say like, you know, you have a spirit team. Like that. I, I totally have a, I know you can't see them, but there is an army of fucking mm. angels behind me right now. Okay, and okay. let me tell you, those bitches are thugs. All right, <laughs> <laughs> and that is why I act the way I do because 
got a thug army of angels who got my fucking back behind me. So when they just <laughs> found me, <laughs> all, right, all right, and you do too. You just you just gotta you just gotta find them. But um, everyone is. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, they yeah, I do feel like that. Like it's not it's not like there's like it's like this channel. I just they. It's just the thought, you know what I'm saying? It's coming to me and sometimes it'll, it'll, I'll, I'll hear it and I'll be like, oh yeah, that's right. You know, I'll teach you to answer them back. But, um, mm. but yeah, no, um, back to inciting psychological anarchy. Um, you know, your, psycho- you know, your psychological mind, you know, like I said, your thoughts, your, you know, your thoughts kind of dictate who you are. A lot of people don't realize that, but their thoughts fall in line with them. Their actions, most people's actions fall in line with their thought process. Um, they, you know, they act the way they're thinking. You know, if they're scared, they're going to act scared. If they're happy, they're going to act happy. <laughs> so um, it's, it's an anarchy. And I guess would say, you know, like, you know, you, 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 don't, you don't accept the authority of others necessarily. So your mind doesn't accept the authority of others. Not, not, not in a bad way, but if it, you, 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 you your mind is sovereign of your own authority. You know what I'm saying? So I guess like, it's like, you know, as long as you make sure that the decisions that you make in your decisions and not the, the decisions of someone else's that sneakily influenced you, you know, through some, some mm-hmm. liminal bullshit or years of societal conditioning, whatever the case may be, um, your thoughts are yours. So, you know, inside psychological anarchy and alter reality, um, you know, like I said, what you see is, you know, what you think it is. You, you thought, you know, like you believe that you didn't have any say in how, you know, and how you got here or something like that. That's your reality. Uh, or that's because that's the way you see it. Um, some people's reality is, you know, living uh, on a river in the Amazon, <laughs> and uh, and you know that's 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 what they know. And some people's reality is, you know, living in an ice hut on the you know North or South Pole. You know, that's that's their reality. Um, you 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 whatever it is, but you can change someone's reality as long as you change their perception. You can change someone's perception of themselves. You know, you ever seen somebody just start started thinking better about themselves? It's like, oh, wait a minute, you know? You see somebody's like, oh, I can, I can do this. I, they just get a little confidence, you know what I'm saying? A little support, a little confidence. All of a sudden their whole life trajectory changes in a whole different direction, all because they just changed the way they thought about themselves. So the, you know, be the change situation, I guess. Um, I, I, who said that? Be a change. You want to see? Uh, oh, anyway, yeah. I don't um, know, I, but, uh, yeah, I, 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 I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, whoever said it. Um, but uh, there's, you, 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 what? I felt a, a few years ago. I was like, I don't like the way. I don't like the way black people or black women are being portrayed on TV. I'm like, all right, we'll do something about it. So I was like, all right, I'll, I'll just change, you know, change that and start portraying people the way I want to see. Because you know, the people who, who like present who are in charge of like network televisions and the TV station like that, they're in control of what you see. And they have a lot of power because they're, they're, they control what people will, you know, see because people believe what they see. They do it about themselves or about others. So, um, and most humans do that. And that's just, that's just the nature of it. But, um, mm. but when you can change, um, if you can change how someone sees something, even if, even if it's just the way they see themselves, you know what I'm saying? Or something like that. And if you can get it into the, po- you know, change it into the positive, then maybe that's it. So um, I'm looking at this more as my little social science experiment, um, you know, see if I can uh, make the world think of, think of themselves and itself in a, in a, in a higher level and maybe raise the collective consciousness vibration of the world here. And, 
and, and do my light, my, my, my light work and work and get to send up out of here. So I think that that's, this is, this is part of my mission. And I trust me, I tried being an ordinary person and God wouldn't let me. And she was like, she was like, no, you can't be an ordinary person. So um, <laughs> this is part of, this is part of my mission, what I have to do. So that is that, that, and so that since it is part of my mission and God said, you have to go in here and, and, and you know, be who it is that you need to be. And I was like, really? She's like, yes. And so that's part of the mission statement to alter reality and um, to uh, incite psychological anarchy and alter reality, you know, gotcha. think for yourself and change your perspective. Well, I, I like uh, change your perspective, change your reality. I like that. And uh, you said ordinary person. I, I feel like there aren't any ordinary people. I feel like there's just people who just don't, choose to be themselves what do you mean i feel like uh ordinary like there is no norm i think no, everybody's that's, that's true i think everybody's mm-hmm. so unique uh but i think a lot of people make the decision to um to to let other let other people's thoughts like control their life like they live their their life through other people's perspectives instead of just i don't know being there's being themselves do you, do you get what I'm, am I expressing myself clearly or no? They have no sense of self. Yeah, I, I think that's if you don't know who If you don't know who you are, somebody will tell you who you are. <laughs> Trust that's, me. Yes. It might not be for your best interest. I, okay? the, It'll be who they want you to be, not who you and your best interest will be. So gotcha. you have no sense of self, you know, make, know who you are, know thyself. <laughs> they say know thyself, know who you are. Or somebody, if you don't know who you are, somebody else will tell you who you are. And there's no guarantee it's going to be for your best interest, you know? And I think this is one of the big uh, things about life, understanding yourself. Um, But yeah, sorry, Uh, moving on. No, you're fine. (laughs) I think, yeah, I think uh, understanding yourself is uh, a really big thing. And I think the way you do that is through like life experiences, Um, not necessarily just sitting in a classroom, but through actually going out into the world and experiencing stuff. Well, Cesar, I mean, think about this. And... And 10 years from now, if you don't look back at yourself and say, holy shit, I was so dumb 10 years ago. And, and if you don't look back at yourself, at, if you don't look at yourself at, at 30 and say, I was a stupid ass 20 year old. And if you don't look at yourself at 40 and say, oh, I was a dumb ass 30 year old. And if you don't look at yourself at 50 and say, oh man, I was not dumb, but you know, just like, I can't, you know, I, where I was, you should constantly be evolving. You should constantly be getting a better person. Like, oh, you should never change. No, you should change. You should just change for the better. Like, <laughs> that's, mm. you know, be like, oh, you know, the same no you should you should change for the better you should better yourself at all times you know what i mean or else, or else what are you doing you're wasting, yeah you're wasting your whole existence here but you know i mean you have time you have time to to find out who you are and all that good stuff and don't and don't lock yourself into something oh my god if you'd asked me 20 years ago what i'd be doing right now i have no fucking clue <laughs> yeah like, no. and it was nothing that was like i was in a whole different world um so it's it's it just it it just know that you'll always be changing your, you know, your mind and it's okay to change. That's one thing. People are afraid to say that I was, that I changed um, or afraid to change. Like, Oh, I used to be, you know, I used to be this, that, or the other. I used to be very, you know, timid and always let people, you know, walk all over me, but not, not, or, you know, I used to be really grumpy and mean and angry. And, you know, now I just don't know how to be nice to certain people because I've been, I'm so used to being grumpy and mean and surly all the damn time. Um, I'm like, you know, just, it's okay to change. It's okay to say I, I've changed. I've, I've decided to be a better person. Guess what? No one's going to judge you. I don't know what people, people are afraid of judgment. And, and again, don't care what anyone fucking thinks. 
okay? Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of judgment. Don't be at all. You know, I'm like, who? And first of all, who the fuck are they to tell you who you are? You know, people. When people, somebody's judging you, something's wrong with them. Not and 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 if you're really happy with yourself, you want you you're not the type to go out and criticize other people. Like people who go on the internet and start talking shit about people, they're miserable. They 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 either want attention because they don't get it. Or, you know, happy people don't hurt other people. They just don't. They, it's, it's just impossible. So, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll have plenty of time to find what you want, and, you know, what you're doing in life, you know? I mean, I mean it's, 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 part of, it's part of the journey. Don't, don't look at it as like, oh, I, you know, I failed at this. No, I, I, I learned at this. Don't, don't look at things as failures and, you know, as disappointments and stuff like that. Look at them as, as um look at them as, you know, opportunities to learn and what you learn from it and, and, and keep a, a more optimistic, positive mind state about it and watch all the other good shit rolling. You know what I'm saying? Like, like mm-hmm. attracts like. So when you start tunneling down a negative mind state, negative will follow you and it'll, it'll seek you out and it'll latch itself on you and <laughs> it'll make you feel bad about yourself. But, you know, if you, you know, if you, if you, you know, accept things for what they are and be like positive, then, you know, more like positive will come into your life. And it'll find you all the time. It always does. That's what I'm saying. Like me and you finding each other. Saying like this is not a coincidence that we know each other. I mean, out of all the fucking millions of people and places in the fucking world, we just happen to know each other. I didn't fucking know you were 90 days ago. Isn't that crazy? You know what I'm saying? So you know, and and, and you know, that's just that's just how it works. And if you know, and if for whatever reason, you know, I'm not saying you're the bad, but for whatever reason, we, we part ways and don't see each other again, and it was a good experience. So leave it at that. You learned. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, you know, you take it at that. So you're, you know, what I'm saying you're on the right path. Don't don't feel like you don't don't feel like you know you're you're you need to have the answer to anything. You don't you don't you 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 find out what works for you and what doesn't and. You just, you know, try not to hurt anybody else along the way. Yeah. Be you. I I found that the the less I care about what people think, the more fun my life becomes. That's what I've been finding. And 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 tell me, I mean, who are these people? What are they gonna what are they doing for you? Are they paying your bills? Are they (laughs) are they, you know, are they are they, you know, doing something for you besides giving you headaches and stress? No. They're sitting up there, you know, worried about what you're doing and not, you know, living their own lives. So give them, give them something to look at then. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, Don't worry about it. Don't ever worry about anybody else. And, and the sooner you learn that, the better off you'll be. Yeah. Um, be considerate, but don't, you know, be considerate. I'm not saying like just be a total asshole and be like, you know, pissing on people's shoes just because you can't. None of that shit. I'm just saying that. No, I just be, be, you know. Mm-hmm. The... Uh, if um if you could talk to your twenty year old self, uh, what advice would you give yourself? Mm. Mm. You're not going to be a size ten forever. <laughs> These hips are going to spread. <laughs> Yeah. And those knees are gonna kick and enjoy it. Um, <laughs> no, I I went through a phase where I started to get bigger, and I was like, oh my god! And I was kind of stuck in it because I was so used to being like a certain size all my life, you know. And uh-huh. then I kind of, but I finally had to say, bitch, you're a woman, grow. You know what I'm saying? Like, <clears throat> so your woman hips. This is your woman body. Grow. You know, accept that. Don't hate yourself. Because I used to think like, oh. And I also think I could never go outside without makeup on and all that good shit. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I can't go out with my makeup. I would never go out with my hair. 
makeup or anything like that because I was just like vanity smurf about it. Like, oh my God, someone's going to see me and they're going to say something about me. And oh my God, I can't deal with it. <laughs> and that was the voices in my head talking to me like, mm, they're going to say something and they're going to make fun of you. <laughs> and then now I'm like, fuck them bitches. So... <laughs> And I just, you know, and, and that was, that was 20 year old me. And they're going to, and, and you have to, and you can't, you have to have these right person, this right shoes, and you have to wear this, and you have to have this right car, and you have to, and you have to, you have to, and you have to, I was very uh, caught up in what the, you know, what, what I thought society wanted me to be, and all that good shit, and um, bad shit, and, um, and it, it was very unnecessary. Um, and so I would definitely, definitely say, you know, don't, don't, don't hate yourself as much as you think, you know, you don't look as bad as you think you do. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you're going to get bigger <laughs> and your knees are going to creak and things like that. And, you know, <laughs> it's shit like that, but don't, gotcha. don't fucking worry about what people have to say. That's, that would be the one thing I'd say. So I'm telling you now. So <laughs> learn from me. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. If, um, if you could talk to, now it's the reverse. If you could talk to yourself 20 years from now, uh, 20 years, 20 years later, uh, what advice would you give yourself for living, living a happy life? Yeah, I can't, I, I can't say, I don't know where, I, I have no idea. I, I kind of live a life where I don't know where I'm doing from one week to the next, like sometimes, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like, I like, when I think last thing, I'm like, oh, well, I'm so-and-so. <laughs> I'll see you in a couple weeks. <laughs> so, um, I don't really know where I will be. Um, I just, um, I would tell myself to, to, I know where I'll be. I'll be in an elevated status of my career. I, I, I'm, I'm very cognizantly aware of that, but I would definitely um, tell myself not to, uh, to remember, you know, to be humble. Um, not to be arrogant, because I'm very, very, uh, uh, my ego can get very quickly out of control. I'm aware of that. Um, <laughs> it's mm. one of my, it's one of my shadow characteristics, and I'm, uh, I accept that. I embrace it. Like, yeah, my ego can get all the way fuck out of control real fast. <laughs> so, I, um, I, I would tell myself to remain humble and to be, and to be, um, and to be thoughtful of everyone as, as much as possible, and to remember, always remember that, and, uh, and just remember what it's like to be someone that's starting out. You know, so because the older you get, the more, you know, either you get you get um, you get more um, compassionate towards other people or you get more uncompassionate to where you just get more set in your ways and distance and just like, uh, I just don't care. Um, you, you, so I, I want to be one of those people that involved in someone who constantly cares. So I would I would say that just, you know, remain humble and not, you know, don't forget. Um Gotcha. Just don't, just, yeah, just don't, don't be a snotty bitch. There we go. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So, mm. um, you, uh, I, I just wanted to, if, if you do enjoy philosophy, I don't know if you know about Stoic philosophy. I recommend, like, do you Stoicism? Yeah. Do you have um, any? I'm, I'm, I'm familiar, I mean, I'm familiar with it. I don't, like I said, I, I, I'm familiar with it. I haven't, like, delved into it, though. Do you have any favorite uh, philosophers or philosophy books? Not philosophy books. No, I, I, when I started, when I got into philosophy, I just did it on the YouTube because you can go to YouTube University oh, yeah. and like, get a degree in life. So, <laughs> so I just did it on YouTube because by the time I got into it, I was, it was YouTube was around. So I was like, this is easy right here in my bed. Okay. <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't read any, I didn't read any books about it. Um, I just, I, I'm a visual learner. Um, I like reading, but I'm, I'm very much a visual learner. Like, uh, you make an instructional video for me. I'm like, I, I 
I love that. What's that? What's that um, into the cosmos with Neil with, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson? Like, oh yeah, like all, all that. Shit. Like I'm so like, oh. <laughs> 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 like all my all my nerdy, all my super deep down internal, and in, you know, <laughs> innate nerdiness just comes all the way out. So. <laughs> Love it. Love Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. Uh, him, you know, him and uh, who's, who's the, uh, Machu, Machu, uh, I can't think of his name. He's an Asian guy. He, he does a lot of stuff too. And, and like, I, I just. Oh, I the astronomer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I yes. I know exactly who yeah, you're talking yeah. about. Yes. Um, if you're, if you're into, if you're into, check out, there's a, there's a, um, a documentary called Quantum, Quantum, uh, blah, 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 Quantum Consciousness. Quantum consciousness. Asmit Goswami, Amit A M I T Goswami, is a quantum physicist, and he did a um, a documentary called Quantum Consciousness or something like that. And I, I, I wasn't prepared to, to tell you, so I can't remember what it is. But I watched that shit, and I was like, Yeah, I get it. Like it just made a lot of sense. So that was really good. But as far as philosophers go, I like Nietzsche. You like who? Nietzsche, Frederick Nietzsche. Nietzsche. Okay, Nietzsche. I. I have not uh, delved into his work, so I'll, I'll check he's, him out. He's more of a—he's not like an ancient philosopher. He's more modern, like like 1900s or 1800s. Okay. Century, that <laughs> I'm writing this stuff. I'm writing this stuff yeah, down, yeah, so I'll, I'll check it out. It out. You, yeah, you can have the time to read it and stuff, or check yeah, he, it out and learn it. Here's a, just, this isn't a question I'm going to ask you, but this is a cool question that I found yesterday just for, for thought is uh, if you knew you only had 10 years to live, what would you stop doing today? I've just been thinking about that question. I thought it was a really good question. Um, last, uh, this is my last question for you. Mm-hmm. If you could send everyone in the world a one sentence text message and they would read it, they would understand it. Mm-hmm. What would you tell the world? Well, first of all, I'm not a texter. Like I, <laughs> I am like so anti-social media and texting. Like I, you check my phone, it's like one text from like two years ago. Um, I did not use it, but uh, geez, that's a good question. Um, where did you come up with this question? <laughs> but uh, the, the inspiration comes from the Tim Ferriss. Tim Ferriss is, is like my favorite podcast, and the way he podcasts is kind of where I'm taking like my podcast structure. And he asks a similar question, which is like, if you could put a billboard, one up, sentence. If you could put a billboard up, he um, and a lot of people would see it. What would you put on it? So like uh, the basis, the the foundation of the question is like, if you could put out a message to the world, what would you want to tell them? In like a, a yeah. um, one text, uh, could be two sentences. Sure, sure. I'll keep it simple. Be nice and say thank you. Okay, awesome. And I think I think everything in the world falls into those two categories. Like, you know, like the the golden rule: be nice. You know, be on the other. Just be nice to people. And show some gratitude and say thank you. Like that's it. That's all you. Those those are the two secret ingredients to life. You know, be nice and show gratitude. Like don't don't hurt people and say thank you. Yeah. So that that would that would be that would be it. Gotcha. Okay. Well, is there anything else you <laughs> want to talk about? I don't know, Caesar. I'm 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 curious now. You told me earlier. You yeah. mentioned earlier that you had um that uh that uh somebody broke your heart. What happened? That you missed out on an opportunity. I'm like, how, how many? You said several. Oh, okay. I was like, I got how, you. Many, how many loves are falling through your fingertips, Caesar? <laughs> All right, coffee. The thing about me, I consider myself a, a romantic. 
I enjoy romance. I and uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I love uh, the idea of romance and mm-hmm. I love I love philosophy and I like I love thinking of the fact that, you know, the when I see a person that attracts me or attracts my attention, I feel mm-hmm. similar to you. Sometimes I don't feel like that is a um, coincidence because some, some people, you just see them and like there's some strange attraction. It doesn't have to be a romantic attraction. Sometimes it's just going to be like a new friend. It's like you, mm-hmm. I feel like I have to talk to this person. So then I go talk to them and it ends up that they they end up giving me some sort of resource that I end up using for that changes my life. That just, it shifts me one degree um, and it changes like the direction of my life. But yeah, but anyway, I mentioned that, yes, I'm a romantic. I have uh, many girls have slipped through my fingers. Um, uh, some of them that I've wanted more than others. And, what are you doing? What are, what are you doing wrong? What am I what's, doing what's wrong? Ha- I mean, I are, 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 they, are they, are they leaving uh, because no, of not, you? <laughs> for, yeah. I think so, but I'm not. I'm not doing anything wrong because I've I've definitely had, maybe I am doing something wrong, but I've 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 had some incredible like love stories, love mm-hmm. flings, but then with that I've had some some strikeouts. <laughs> so can I can can okay? And I and, yeah. I, and I and I and I have no intention of making light of you in this. I, I, oh I, no! I, no. I, I, I say this. In, I say this with no. Please, intent. coffee. But you how, gave me so much. But how old yeah. are you? <laughs> yeah, you, 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 how many relationships are you talking about? Like you, you, you're only in your early twenties. So that means all of your relationships were teenage relationships. In all, no, fairness, not really. Interestingly enough, uh, they were all in my college years. Okay. Like I didn't date when I was a. So in my in my early twenties, that's what I'm saying. Now that's like you're like twenty. You're like like, like, I'm eighteen now. I'm an adult. No, you're a baby adult. You're not really an adult. (laughs) So (laughs) so you're Mm -hmm. like and so I'm like I'm like no, you're a baby. You're you're not really there. Um, So I mean, like, so if they were in your early twenties, so you had all these relationships in college. Mm -hmm. You know, so that sounds like they were in a shorter span of time. No, four or five years. Is that a short span? And how many are we? How many relationships are we talking? Uh, three more serious ones, and then just a handful of others that weren't anything serious. So within five years, you had three serious relationships and a handful, five of other relationships. That's eight relationships that you had in five years, and but you're but you're describing them as the loves of your life. I don't. <laughs> understand how, how no. you can have that many loves you know great love relationships in that shortest span of a time because either you're overlapping mm-hmm. and you're going from one chick to the next which sometimes means overlapping front, yes sometimes which overlapping. means a chick in front of you that didn't mean that much <laughs> <laughs> so so i i i want to i want to say are, are are these as great a love of relationships as you as you think they were because you seem to you seem to have quite a few of them in a short span of time and mm-hmm. And not to say, not to negate what that is, but that's, mm-hmm. that's like, I'm like, so then what, which one really, which, which, there has to be one that meant more, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, I'm just saying, because you're like, oh, I've had these great loves. I'm like, okay. so I'm doing some math in my head while you're talking. I'm like, okay, well, you're only this yeah, many different years old. Like, you didn't start having different, relationships definitely. until this many years. You said you had this many relationships. If we divide eight relationships by five years, that means you were having at least two relationships. I'm like, that's so in my mind. I'm like doing all this math. And I'm like, I, they were that serious. So even if three of them were serious and you yeah. just peppered them with the other five that were just like, you know, little pass-throughs. I, I can see, I can see that, but you know, so what, what, what really happened here, Caesar? 
Um, well, I think, I think um, I'm a unique snowflake. Okay, and the way I enjoy, I guess, romance is like I I get very, very deep very quickly, um, and it's okay. like a it's like a burst, and then I learn a lot, and and then through through some in my head, I'm like, okay, we've I've learned what I have to learn. It is time now to go on and learn the next lesson. I don't feel like this is it. Let's, 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 there comes a period in my relationship where I'm like, you know what? I think I, think I need to go out and explore some more now. Um, okay. And I try to be very honest with me at all times. And, and I'm not saying like, and what I mean by the love of my life, it's, it's, it's not that deep for me at least. I, I, feel okay. like, I feel like you can fall in love several times, but I, I think words are tricky. When I say that, people are going to be thinking like love where you can't detach yourself from it. I think I've begun to be able to detach myself more where I can get really, really deep and be like, I love you, but at the same time, I don't need you. I don't need you to live. Oh, I want you. Seems, I love you, but I don't need you. All right. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't need you. And, and you know what? You know what? I, that's what I find attractive in a woman where when they – they say like I want you, I love you, but I don't need you, and and that to me That's, is a track. You're you're there's a good see there's some men that want the total opposite. You know what I'm saying they want somebody that's that's going to depend on them and need them, which is not actually love. That is a, that's someone who's trying to create a codependent relationship. But that's that's good that you recognize that about yourself because some men do want that, but they're too afraid to say that because they feel like it, it's it's not. Um, you know, hyper masculine or whatever society doesn't want you to say that and all that stuff. But you know, but no, good for you for thinking that. No, no, that. yeah. So, I, you know, I used to be in a relationship where I was like, I need you, and that mm. one was. That's the one that you know that I told you. <laughs> that that's the one where all the big lessons came from, because it's. Uh, I saw what that meant, like the I need you and what happened after that when there's these conflicting emotions within you where you're like, I need you. But at the same time, there's something in me that's like, I kind of want to know what else is out there, but I need you. So <laughs> that's the thing with me. And I, and, I, and I don't shit on you guys. It's funny, Roger. But, um, you know, it's like, I love you, but I really want to go fuck somebody. <laughs> and that's a lot of men it's like and i tell and the woman i'm like look he loves you he just really wants to go fuck somebody else he doesn't that doesn't mean he doesn't love you he does love you and a lot of men say like I, he does and i'm like i do love her i just i just i just i just really want to try fucking somebody else i just want to fuck somebody else i don't love her I, you know and, and i get that you know and sometimes that's part of it you know it's like you can love someone and still want and women are the same way it's like i i've been in relationships where like you know i like you but i, I i'm i'm not trying to in any way be with just you so yeah. so the honesty is the thing honesty is yeah. the thing it's when you lie to people and you tell them all this nonsense and get their hopes up and just you know and and, tr and trick them into you know the, into the, the deceit you know that's that's when all the that's when all the drama and the unnecessariness comes into and if, if you tell someone the truth and they have a problem with it then get the fuck out of there they are dangerous that is a sign a red flag run bitch run like <laughs> so mm. no i think you know that's that's it's okay. And the thing is that, see, the difference between me and you when I was talking about my age, when I was that age, I was in a stupid-ass codependent relationship and I didn't recognize it. You recognized it. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you have a good sense of self and so you, you, you know and, and, and you didn't take it to, but how did they take it, the girls? Uh, the girl, I think it was as hard for her as it was for me, but 
I think she came out of it out of it much better like I did as well to the point where finally you know sometimes you keep going back and then you you, you know you, you both of you keep doing that you're playing this game where one of you comes back then the other one leaves and then the other one comes back and then they leave <laughs> and all of a sudden and then she finally oh, got to the works. point where she was like you know what I don't need you where she thought she needed me she thought she needed me and then she finally said I don't need you and that you know now, that now, now you're like yeah that that really hurt my ego that really hurt my ego but i had to take a step back because also at the same time i recognized the growth i was like wow like i never thought uh, you're saying that that and you mean that that's fucking awesome it was mature it was i think you were i think what you were attracted to was her uh sense of maturity about it Maybe, you know what I'm saying? Maybe that, like, that was like, oh, you're really adult about this. And maybe, maybe that was something that you, oh, that no, you subliminally this- not attracted to it. But then the fact that she was like, you know, I don't need you. It's like, oh, wait a minute, you know? <laughs> and it, it probably had to do with, she says, I don't need you. What she's saying is, I'm going to allow other men into the situation. And you men biologically are, are, are genetically predisposed to being sexually competitive when it comes to your mate. So it, um, so the, I, that idea triggered something in you that triggered your, that triggered your, um, your primal instinct to be like, oh, wait a minute, you know, because <laughs> I say this all the time about men. Uh, and I tell my own girls, I'm like, a man don't want you till he can smell another man on you. <laughs> he don't wow. want you when you're single, but as soon as he smell another man on you, he'd be all over you. I'm like, <laughs> and that is how men work, whether they realize it or not. And it just goes back to biology and primitive mm-hmm. evolution and all that good stuff. But it might have triggered something in you that caused a sense of competitiveness and jealousy. And you're like, oh, wait a minute, you know, now she's, she's, she's out there. Like I, I kind of, you know, that, 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 that intrigues you in some kind of way. And the fact that she was probably mature about it too. And something, something you think, in there triggered you. Do you think women work that way too? Whereas in, I feel like as humans, we want what we can't have. Like mm-hmm. suddenly they take it away and you're like, oh, never mind. I, I want it. So bring it that's, back. That's, bring it back. Bring human, it back. That's a little human nature. Yeah, that's a little human nature. But it's also uh, an immature human nature. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not a very mature way to, 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 to be. Yeah. And it's one, it's one thing to be that. It's another thing to recognize it. It's another thing to act on it and not do anything about it. So it's like if I know that I like, I like, like I know that sometimes I have a bad temper. And sometimes I want to punch people in the face. So, <laughs> but I don't act on that. That is maturity. So <laughs> having the thought of punching the face is not wrong. Not doing it is what's good. So, <laughs> so maybe, maybe that was, maybe that's something to do with it. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. I was, uh, I, I'm very, thank you for asking me about relationships. This is actually something I love talking about. My friends, <laughs> I never stop. Sh- sh- I never shut the fuck up about it. There's always a new girl. There's always, I'm like, bro, guys. So who, is it? so who is it now? <laughs> who is it now? There isn't one right now. There's just kind of like, they're just uh, passing uh, just every day. You know, I'm just like, oh, there's this girl. There's old flings. But no, yeah. not right now. Not one. Yeah. I, I like it when when a girl comes along and she, she captures my attention for a bit. And I'm like, oh, this is, uh, I can yeah. get behind this. <laughs> <laughs> good thing because a lot of a lot of young men don't want to be in relationships they just want to just you know and some some there's some men that just like they're the girlfriend guys you know i'm saying there's girlfriend guys that are like i prefer to have a girlfriend you know um and then there's the guys that were like i want a bunch of girlfriends and then there's the guys that i just want to stick my dick in everything so (laughs) and not worry about and and, and i want to fuck your girlfriends you know (laughs) you know there's those guys so um there's it's 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 
it's good that you recognize that that's what you are. And that's, and there's a lot of, there's a lot of women that are going to say, once you, if you're not, if you're not married by the time you're like 30 or in a relationship or something like that, trust me, by the time when girls start turning about 27, 28, when all of their like little friends start getting married and start mm-hmm. having babies, they're going to start hunting you down. Okay. If you're not, if you don't have any kids and you're college educated and you got a job and all that shit and you, you know, their, 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 their clocks will start ticking and they will start hunting you down if you're not in a relationship or a single like that. I promise you. So um, <laughs> keep gotcha. that in mind. They'll, 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 they'll want to, you know, and it's usually, it usually comes around the time, like I said, their friends start getting married. Mm. So, you know, so all the social like, pressure they comes start, in. Their friends start having babies all of a sudden. They, yeah. So, <laughs> you know, and so now all of a sudden she, she's like, oh, I need a baby. I need a baby. I need a baby. That means I need a man. I need to get married. And it's like, no. And that's why so many people get divorced. It's like, because they, they, they get, women get married because they think, oh, society tells me I have to be married and have a baby. Just have a baby. You don't need, you don't, you don't need to be married to have a baby. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just, just have the baby if that's what you want. Because usually that's when they end up getting divorced, like right after, you know, you, you've seen those couples where they get married, they have a baby. And by the time the baby's two years old, they're divorced yeah. because they just wanted the baby. She just wanted the baby or, you know, or it was about, you know, her, what she did, what, what people don't realize is that they're, 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 Pheromones and hormones run the game. Hmm. A lot of people's whole lives are dictated by what their hormones and pheromones are doing. So, um, you know, she's probably realizing, you know, what happens is her clock starts ticking. She starts pumping out pheromones, ovulation pheromones. Some dude picks up on those ovulation pheromones and he can't figure out why he's all into this chick. But what they don't understand is that on a, on a molecular level, their two pheromones have locked up with each other. And that's why, you know what I'm saying? And then afterwards they're like, oh, I hate you. Like, well, you didn't hate them. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was, all, it was all a chemical reaction that they were attracted to. And, and, and people don't recognize that sometimes that mm. you know, your hormones have a lot to do with it. So what I'm saying is that when you turn 30, if you're not married or in a relationship or whatever the case may be by then, if you're still single, girls are going to start hunting you down. They're going to be like, uh, you know, trying to, trying to wife you up. <laughs> Thank you for the warning. Actually, that's, I do want to get married and, and I want to get married around, yeah, around that age, like 30. So we'll see what yeah, happens. They're, but they're, you know what I find? I find for me, relationships are like a great vehicle for understanding yourself even more um i I mean that's uh, and that's that's one of the biggest reasons why i i enjoy it my my intention with each relationship is to learn more about myself and to hopefully help the other person learn about themselves that's always a good thing there's nothing wrong with that like you like i said you 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 learn a lot you, you learn a lot by about yourself by helping other people you learn a lot by yourself you learn more about yourself than you know than anything you know, it's just, it's, you, you have to find where you just, you just have to learn, you just have to learn what to look for and what you're seeing. Learn how, not, not what you look for, but learn how to decipher what it is you're seeing. That's what people see. People just see things and they don't see things on a, on a they see things on a, sub, on a um, superficial level. Um, you need to, you know, you need to sometimes look at things from a, from a either a different perspective or a, uh, on a higher or lower level of understanding. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. No, yeah, it is. Okay. <laughs> well, like that makes sense. Yeah. Thank you so, so much. Well, thank um, you. Uh, good luck. I hope I, maybe you'll find a, a cute girl there where you are and all that good stuff. And there's always and cute y'all. girls around. <laughs> that's, not, that's not the issue here. <laughs> well, what, are, what are you looking for? What are you looking for? Um, 
Well, that's that's the question, right? What am I looking for? <laughs> well, I mean, just just give me a rundown. If you do, you tell me what you're looking for, and I'll tell you what mindset you're in. Uh, what I'm looking for is just somebody to uh, nothing serious. I'll say that nothing serious, um, but some romance without commitment. Okay, does that make sense? Romance okay. without commitment. So you wanna you want you want it to evolve into something naturally and organically, kind of. If it happens to, yeah. But uh, I like to get romantic right off the bat. I like to, okay. you know, I, I'm I'm a type of guy to cook for a girl. Uh, okay. Some people would say that's a simp, but no, I'm no. Just, uh, what what did I tell what you? I, what did I tell you? <laughs> it's just what I enjoy. I love cooking. Well, somebody I, tells you that shit, you tell them, fuck you, I got pussy and you don't. <laughs> Where your pussy at? Sip on this. <laughs> look, look, Caesar, don't, people, people will fuck with you if you let them. So don't fuck all that. Do what you want to do. So that's nothing wrong with that. You cook the dinner. That's, that's, that's great. You know what I'm saying? The thing is that if you don't find a girl that appreciates that, and some girls that might be too much. You know what I'm saying? And you'll, you'll learn that right away. So here's what I'm saying. Put out, put out in the universe right now. Put out in the universe what Caesar is looking for. And let's see if it comes, it comes into fruition in the next 365 days. Okay. Sounds let's, manifest you a, let's manifest you a, a great relationship. Well, it's because that's the thing. I don't want a great relationship. One singular seems um, a bit limiting. Okay. Well, let's manifest Caesar several relationships. Okay. Nothing, why, why ask, you don't have to ask for one as long as you're honest you know you can Hugh Hefner didn't lie to those chicks that he was fucking they all knew that he was they weren't the only chick that he was fucking but he was honest about it and, and they were and they were lining up to get to him you see what I'm saying so like women love honesty women honesty makes women's pussies wet like seriously it makes their panties drop it, it, it honesty turns women on so trust me you're you're you'll be fine <laughs> gotcha, so gotcha. Do, do what you want to do honesty all right honesty, honesty turns women on Honesty turns women on. And I know they're like, oh, I was honest with her. and She got pissed at me anyway. That wasn't a woman. That was a girl. <laughs> a real woman will appreciate the honesty and it'll turn around. In the past, I think I have struggled with being honest with myself with what I want. Sometimes I've told girls, like, I don't want a serious relationship. And then I've, all of a sudden I find myself doing shit that you would do in a serious relationship. And then I keep telling myself, no, I don't want a serious relationship. And I tell them that. And they're like, and then they stop they don't want to talk to me anymore. And I think it's the lack of honesty because then I realized months after I was like, Oh shit, I think I did want a serious relationship. Well, you can say that we have a relationship, but we're just not exclusive or monogamous. That's what mm. that's, you can, you can do that. Like I, I want to date you, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not being exclusive or monogamous at this point. Um, you know, and some people have, a lot, and people ask me all the time, like, do you believe, I don't, I personally, I don't believe in sexual monogamy. Like, I don't believe in that shit, like, at all. Like, what? <laughs> I gotta fuck one person for the rest of my life? Why? <laughs> like, that sounds awful. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> so, not me, you know what I'm saying? But, but, uh, but I do believe in emotional monogamy. You see what I'm saying? Like, mm. I believe in being emotionally committed to one person. Like, that, that's that, and a lot, and a lot of people don't, maybe don't understand, don't, haven't thought about it. Like, oh, yeah, you can do that. Yes. Um, again, so I, I do believe in emotional monogamy, not necessarily sexual monogamy. So, you know, I'm just saying like, you know, I, I, I like it, like dating or whatever, but I, uh, but you know, we're just, uh, we're not like all the way exclusive and, you know, I'm still seeing other people, but, and still treat them the same, still treat them the same. Here's your advice. 
treat these the same, treat them just as good, but tell them, you know, I'm, I'm seeing, you know, I'm seeing someone else too. Mm. Leave it at that. Still treat them good though. No. Yeah. Because women can't, women will lose their shit. Like, Oh, he's still nice to me and he's honest. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, Oh, <laughs> you know? they will, they trust me. They'll, 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 they'll circle back around. Like the sharks will circle around Caesar. So <laughs> it will work, but just, just, you know, and you can do that. Just have say, you know, do all romantic things with them, but just, you know, say, listen, I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not, in a, I'm not in a monogamous relationship, you know, or like, but you know, I'm, I'm, we're just not monogamous. And still, like I say, just still do all the nice things for them, but just say, you know, I'm not, and, 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 and that way, in that way, when it, you won't say, I'm not, I don't like you. It's just that, you know, I'm not exclusive to you mm-hmm. because some people think like, if, if I'm not exclusive to you, that means I don't like you. That's not the same thing. So just say, you know, I really like you and I dig you. I'm just not exclusive to you. And like I said, that honesty will go, will go very, very far with you in life. You'll get, you know, and, and you'll find, you'll find a woman, the right woman that appreciates that. And that honesty to me seems very intriguing. Like that just uh, kind of like, uh, I feel like that's what I want to be like honest. And I don't like to lie, but uh, Good yeah. Good for you. Like, yeah, lying sucks. It's like, now I got to come up with a new lie. And remember that old lie and all that shit? Just tell yeah, you, it, no, it, I don't fucking like you. <laughs> it affects, if it affects the quality of my life, I'm like, fuck, I just lied. I just lied. Lies, lies become a job. You know what I'm saying? And now I got to remember all this extra shit. Like, no, it was just easy for me just to tell you and leave you alone. So, no, honesty will get you far. Just tell them that, you know? And, and that, I think that might solve your problem. Maybe not problem, but, you know, to where you're saying, like, you know, I, I want to do all these things for them, but I just don't want to not, I just don't want to maybe not s- commit myself to them. You know what I'm saying? And that's, mm-hmm. and as long as you're telling a woman that up front, it's like, you know, and, and, and expect that she's going to, you know, not commit to you back as long as you're okay with that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, understand she's, she's going to, you know, reciprocally. <laughs> of course, of be, course. Be, yeah, no, be of as course. equally uncommitted to you. It goes <laughs> as you both are ways. Her. As long as you understand that. So, you know, and then, and then, yeah, live it, live it up, you know, and just be honest about things. Cause people, it's, it's the lies that get, that get people caught up and then you're bitter. And then you take that, then you take that bitter and hurt to the next relationship. And then you, you know, spread that hurt disease around the next person. And it just goes on mm. and on and festers and it spreads really quickly. So honesty. And if she doesn't appreciate it, then like I said, fuck her. She's not, she's, she's not mature enough or for you. And if she trips out like that, then consider her red flag and you dodge the bullet, get out of there. <laughs> so, and like I said, most, most, but most chicks will totally respect that. And if they don't, they will. But like I said, just, just, you know, but still tripping totally, you know, like you're doing dinners, you know, dating, all that good stuff. Just let them know that you're just not, that you know, you're not, uh, you know, you're not committed. That you let them know, like, you know, I am seeing other people still too. And that's, that's it. That's all you got to say. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I feel like uh, this is like a live nude man um, clip right here, <laughs> right? I'm sorry, yeah. <laughs> for everybody listening, you, you got to check out live nude man when it comes out. Oh, right, yeah. That's, this, is, this is what it is right here, you know. Let me talk about my issues and relationships because, you know, not everybody has. And, and that's, that's, that was what I was saying about the show. It's like, poor, I recognize there's just so many, there's a lot of, there's a lot of broken little boys masquerading as men. Mm. Um, they suffer from you know just a lot of things that they just couldn't you know this could deal with society's tough on them like it's it's hard being a man you know what i'm saying like <laughs> i recognize that you know it's like damn i don't do i gotta do all this and that and the other you know what i'm saying it's hard. it's tough being a woman too do not get me wrong but it's 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 tough in a whole different way and so you know it's 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 when you can a lot of men they just want to 
they just want to be able to talk to somebody without, like you said, feeling like a simp, <laughs> you know, or getting called a simp or whatever the case may be. And, you know, dudes are hard on each other. Chicks are hard on each other. I, I, I get that. So, you know, I just want to make sure that there's not that I'm that, you know, it's like, hey, you know, I'm just here to talk to you. I'm like, you know, like, did you ever have did you ever have a season? Did you ever have like a like an older cousin, like a girl cousin that was older than you? And she like, you know, like, you know, told you things or something like that or. You, you kind of uh, make the concept, or did you have like an older yes, female yes. relative? No, like, well, it, they were usually uh, male. Males. Yeah, okay. They, well, they tell me about their experiences. Right, right. Well, I imagine like like one of them was like a, like an older cousin, like a you know you had an older cousin, and she was a girl, and she was like, "Yo, stay away from these bitches," you know, or <laughs> like that, yeah. like just kind of like you know, like someone that's family that cares about you, so they're not going to give you fucked up information because you know because you know, they care about you. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's, yeah. It's, I kind of want to provide that like familiar support, I guess, but, but gotcha. in a fun setting. So I, I, I like the concept of the show. You know what I'm saying? It's not just for young people. It's not for old people. It's, you know, I want to make sure that everyone can, everyone can, can be a part of it. So, um, you know, I, I talked to, I, I talked to 60 year olds and 16 year olds all the same. <laughs> so they're just, I think that's awesome. I, I, yeah. I think, yeah, I, um, I like talking to people the same way as well. I don't think I have the ability to change. Like when people, I don't know if this is bad, but when people talk to like little kids, like, how are you? Like, <laughs> like I'm just like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> like I yeah. talk to them. Yeah, like, yes. Like adults, I don't know. I don't know if that's wrong. but It's not. It's not. It's not. They say that children that are like, children that are like um, raised as only child, ch- children, they, they grow up with like a, a, a more adult con- uh, sense of language because they only talk to adults. You see what I'm saying? So they kind of grow mm. a little bit. But, you know, when you're, yeah, I, I don't do that either. I catch myself, I used to catch myself talking like that to old people, like, hi, are you okay? Yeah, yeah, that's and I'm it. Like, I can't I'm like, do that. And I was like, and I did that to my grandfather before he passed, and I was like, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. Why am I doing that? <laughs> like, yeah, why? <laughs> so I catch myself talking to old people, like, old people and babies, like, hi, how? I was like, I'm old, not senile. <laughs> like, yeah. that's fine. So, um, no, I, I, <laughs> that's a lot. Never mind. <laughs> you're good. You're good. But yeah, no, I, I, I want the show to be for all men, you know, and it's not just for, you know, straight men, married men, gay men, you know, young men, old men, married men, black men, white men, uh, rich men, poor men, whatever. Um, just, just to have a place to listen and talk and just, you know, feel free to express yourself and all that good stuff. So hopefully, gotcha. we'll, hopefully, ho- I, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a, a, a good a good thing we got going on here. I, I hope I hope it works out like we do, and I hope I hope we you know it's successful. And I don't know. I'm trying to break. I want to be in the top 100 uh, top 100 podcast on Spotify or something. So Hell see. yeah! Hell yeah. <laughs> I think it's a good idea, and I'm excited to work with you. Thank you so much, Coffee, for coming Ooh. on. To everyone listening, thank you for uh, listening in. And if you want to check out some of some of Miss Coffee's stuff, just go to elcapitano.com or elcapitanoproductions. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's uh, elcapitano.com. E-L-L-A-C-A-P-I-T-A-N-O. And, uh, and, uh, I'm, putting up, and I'm putting up the website for uh, livenewmanpodcast.com. Gotcha, gotcha. Is there anywhere that's, else you would like to be reached? No, or? That's, that's it. That's it. That's all you need to reach me. I don't, I don't, I'm not into social media like that. You know, it's like, gotcha. I don't want you following me around. <laughs> that awesome. Instagram is for you youngins. <laughs> well, right. well Caesar, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. And I and, and, and I enjoy your podcast and I see what you know you've done a really good job on it. So congratulations to you on that. You know, you, you 
you set out to do something, you fucking get it, you know? Thank you. <laughs> Thank other, you so the much. The other day, I remember I said, Hey there, if you enjoyed this podcast episode, well, green light, make sure you hit subscribe because there's new episodes every Thursday. And if you really want to go above and beyond, you can rate this podcast on Apple Podcasts. If you want to stay up to date in my journey of talking to the most interesting people in the world and learning new skills, well, you can sign up for my weekly newsletter called The Caesar Encyclopedia by going to doseofcaesar.com. The Caesar Encyclopedia goes out every Friday, and it's where I share the new books I'm reading, the new habits or systems I tested out, and of course, my favorite recipes because we all know I love my food. But hey, no matter what you do end up doing with this podcast, remember to follow McConaughey's wise words of, just keep living, baby. Just keep living. Yeah. <laughs>